hello 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 and welcome back it is mommy files of a new black mom and we are back for episode three. <laughs> okay i got it down packed i'm sorry i'm a fan of cardi b for those who don't know what the bird sound is but it was one of those things i've been practicing and i was like i'm gonna try to do it done mark it off my to-do list <laughs> but anyway um we're back again And this week, in this week's episode, I wanted to discuss something that is very controversial, very real, and a little bit touchy. It is the breast versus bottle formula conversation. Now, I'll say this. This is not meant to be, you know, biased against anyone who chooses either side. Um, This is also my opinion. So before you catch feelings, you can catch these hands. But it's also just a real conversation. Um, I personally didn't think this was a big deal prior to having my baby. Um, I've always never, I've always never, (laughs) I've always had an opinion, but I've never spoken on it because again, I was never with child. I didn't have a reason to have an opinion. I feel like the biggest, biggest problem is that people who either can't have children as men, people who have had their children already, i.e. older folk, or people who have no knowledge, people, i.e. who've never had kids, don't have kids, don't have any real experience, should keep their opinion a little bit to themselves. Um, and the reason I say that is because when you're older, I think a lot of the methods that my parents, my grandparents may have used is a little out of date. And I feel like things have changed. Technology has changed. Ideas, reasoning, and, you know, all types of information has changed. So the fact that we don't do exactly what they did is kind of realistic in a lot of things we've done. Um, so many things have changed over just knowledge. The knowledge of why we do things, what we do, what's in things, getting more information, having better health conscious kind of regulations. Like my mom grew up where they didn't have seatbelts. Granted, seatbelts say lives. So, you know, take it as that. That they didn't have it all together then. Granted, we may not have it all together now, but we're more knowledgeable. We're more, you know, in tune with finding information and having this information and being able to fully commit to what is going on as far as what we're giving our children. Um, So I will say this. I am team breastfeeding. You can vote. You can tell me whatever. I personally always felt I wanted to breastfeed. Um, And the reason I wanted to do that was because I always felt like breast was best. And that was just off of, yes, other people's, you know, opinion. But also me researching and finding out why people chose breastfeeding. And what was very interesting to me was the fact that black people, our ethnic community, our community as a people, do not choose to breastfeed. You know why? The top three reasons why we choose not to breastfeed in the black community. One, we feel shame. We feel shamed by people who never breastfed our people who don't think it's appropriate, men who judged and say it's disgusting, it's not appropriate, it's indecent, all these things. Two, because we don't have the proper tools and proper information for us to be able to breastfeed successfully. So I've tried, you know, convincing my friends who were a little more hesitant on what they should do to read, research, and find more information. Why? Because 
there's not a lot put out there for the black community for us to find, then we can actually really figure out by ourselves why it's kind of hard. But if we look into the white community, the you know Asian community, looking into these different cultures, they are all pushed and, and have all these useful resources to have breastfeeding as their number one source of what their baby's eating, period. And the third reason is because we give up too easily when things get difficult. I'm saying this because breastfeeding is hard as fuck. Take it as you want. Take it as you will. Take it as, you know, oh, I didn't I didn't have a difficulty. I found breastfeeding was difficult. One, because when you're breastfeeding, your nipples are chapped, cracked, they, they bleed, they blister, they get swollen. Your nipples never look as good as they did prior to baby because you have someone suckling on them. And because they are, they change color, they change texture, they have a whole different look and feel to them. And... I'm the kind of person, I've always had big breasts and large breasts, and I was so hesitant because I was like, oh my god, my boobs are going to look disgusting after this, and that's part of some of that, you know, hypocrisy of, well, if you do this, it will end up in this, and I took it as vanity. I had someone tell me, oh, well, if you breastfeed, your boobs will look disgusting, nobody will want them, nobody want to touch them, nobody. First of all, if a man can accept the fact that I'm breastfeeding my child to nourish my child, he's not the man I need to be with, period. Second of all, any real man will understand that breastfeeding is super beneficial for your children. It's not chemicals, it's not any kind of processed food, it's not any of that. It is literally the nutrients that this baby has been getting since they were born, since they were conceived. I don't understand how people can be so naive and so dumb. Literally, your baby was inside of your body for nine whole months, growing, growing, growing. Why would we stop that to now give them a processed canned product? Now, I'll say this. For some people, they cannot produce breast milk, and that is fine. There is breast milk banks that give and donate. My sister-in-law, who, God bless her soul, lost her child um, and ended up having, you know breast milk still produced because she was so far along with my niece and it was one of those things where she kind of took that opportunity to donate her breast milk to still find purpose in her breast milk and to help a mother who may not have been able to produce may not have been able to get it may had a you know a breast I believe it's called a mastectomy if I'm wrong please kill me I'm sorry but you know loss of breast you know whatever issue having cancer that also causes things like that All these different issues where you may have adopted a baby, which I thought was very interesting that a lot of people who adopt children want to make sure that they get breast milk. Why? Because this shit is gold. This shit is liquid gold. When your child is sick, your breast milk changes. When your child is healthy, your breast milk changes. As your diet changes, your breast milk adapts, takes what it needs, give it to your baby. Your baby is getting literally the best things in the world, literally at a nipple. You'll never have to carry a bottle. You'll never have to have, you know, a warmer. You're literally the milk. My my fiance laughed because we had a doctor's appointment the other day. And he naturally grabbed, I always pump. Now that is something we can get into next. But I, you know, I pumped and he didn't expect me to be home in time to go with him to the doctor. So when I was, for some reason he still grabbed the bottle, not thinking, oh, why do I need the bottle? You're here. You are the bottle. It's literally the convenience of your baby always having food. Always. 
God forsake something happens, you're stuck in your car for eight hours, you're you're stuck on a plane for three hours, oh my goodness, you, you ran out of clean water because of a hurricane, this baby is the one that's going to survive. Why? Because the milk is here, honey. And it's not gross. It's not like snot or, you know, feces or urine. This is literally milk. And if we can consume a foreign animal's milk, why are people so naive about us consuming our own milk? Legitimately, before cows were the thing that we were, you know, stealing their milk from, the only milk you did get was from your mother. That is what most mammals do. They produce milk for their offspring. Crazy, right? Who knew that's what these breasts are for? Hello, wake up, smell the coffee. I'm sorry. I got a little emotionally involved. I'm going to bring it back. I apologize. But yeah, take it as that. I personally feel breast is best. Um, Both my sister-in-laws had different experiences when it came to breastfeeding. Um, My one sister-in-law exclusively breastfed. Um, She also pumped, you know, when she needed to be away from my nephew. But she was one of the first people I saw firsthand who was, like, not afraid to breastfeed out in these streets. Like, out here, titty out. Maybe not fully exposed, but she wasn't afraid to breastfeed her child where need be. People all the time, you know, say, oh, I don't like breastfeeding in public. That's why they have cover-ups. That's why they have wraps. They have all types of things so that those self-conscious, maybe a little bit more reserved moms who don't just want to tit out can feel comfortable feeding their damn child. Hello. Then my other sister-in-law who, you know, wasn't, you know, having the best experience with latching and my nephew being able to breastfeed, pumped. Hello. If you don't like the natural, you know, nipple-to-mouth situation, pump. It's still the most amazing milk ever. And it's a lot easier to pump for some women than it is to latch. It just happens to work that way. But your baby is still getting this liquid. This baby is still, you know, benefiting from these nutrients. So, for everyone out there, you know, who may have second-guessed it in all types of, you know, I don't know, you know, this might be difficult... There are all types of lactation specialists. That is what they're called. Because guess what? You're lactating. (laughs) Um, They are there for your health. For your health. You know, uh, I mean, oh my gosh, I said for your health. To help you. (laughs) I'm sorry. They are there to help you. Um, They're very knowledgeable. They're a little bit more aggressive when it comes to their methods. I will say that because they are there to make sure your baby is eating. And it may not always be comfortable for you. But that's why they have nipple creams and different things to soothe your sore nipples. That's why they show you the proper way so that your baby is getting as much food as possible. But they're also not straining them and not hurting you. So these things are all a part of breastfeeding. Now, I personally feel breastfeeding is a task. Um, It's a task because... No matter what, my child gets very attached to me when I come home because she's like, food's here. It's like when Pizza Hut's ringing your doorbell. Hello, the, the pizza's here. Why, why can't I eat? But she also uses it for comfort. So not only does she eat from it, so she might produce more, you might take in more of it, but sometimes she's thirsty, so it's a quenching of thirst. Sometimes it's comfort. Sometimes it's a suckling situation where she just enjoys it like a pacifier. So it's very comforting for her, but it's also the warmth of me. 
Now, I have very large boobs, and I'm a part of a Facebook group about, you know, breastfeeding for black women, which I thought was literally a lifesaver. One, because you can literally read back through all the articles, all the information they post. You don't have to be, you know, literally a part of that conversation, but they have so much information that just being a spectator is legitimately beneficial no matter what. Now, they give a lot of information, and I wouldn't say it's one-sided. I say it's definitely one of those type of things where they give a lot of real information and some people can't take the real because they don't want to know the harsh truth yes breastfeeding is hard yes it's tiring yes it burns a lot of calories though yes your baby becomes very attached yes you end up co-sleeping sometimes because of you know being exhausted but your baby wants to eat yes you know you have some difficulties because sometimes babies are not at weight because of whatever circumstances and they always like to discourage people from breastfeeding but do not give up do not fall into the the trap of oh well formula is faster yes formula is faster formula is easier formula is expensive as hell i saw formula the other day for like 40 dollars a can which averages out to probably close to about 30 20 to 30 bottles and i'm like your baby eating that much continually you'll end up spending over 100 bucks in a week easily you can go through a can of milk in a couple days especially with a newborn who's eating maybe three or four ounces every couple of hours you're gonna fly through these cans and I'm like I love the fact that I can just produce milk for my baby she can eat whenever wherever it's been times you know me and my fiance are going places I'm in the back seat feeding my baby we're at McDonald's and I'm eating a Big Mac and she's able to eat now granted your diet does affect your baby and me just admitting a Big Mac situation, hey, I'm human. Take it as you will. Call my mama, you know, whatever. But be conscious. If this is something where you're more or less the factory. So you know what you're putting out because you know what you're putting in. Um, I always say be leery of certain foods that make you gassy will definitely make your baby gassy. Broccoli, beans, different things like that. And if you're lactose intolerant, it'll also produce a lot more poop. If you're, you know producing these items through your body your baby is taking what it needs but it's also taking in some things it doesn't know how it's going to affect um there's also some small difficulties with breastfeeding like when it comes to latching latching is an uncomfortable situation in the beginning and i will say that because i am you know not a woman who says i don't like people touching my nipples but your nipples become super super sensitive they become super super delicate to the touch and now you have someone sucking on them so it changes the shape of them it changes the color of them they become more of like uh like you know how your fingers get wrinkly from being in the water that kind of situation happens um i had nipple rings and my holes are a little bit offset so sometimes when she's drinking so you can tell it's in a weird mouth feel because my milk is coming out all kind of staggered. Um, your milk does spray and leak. And if it comes out that way, sometimes your baby, it's too much. So my daughter sometimes, because I have, you know, a heavy flow sometimes with my milk, it becomes too much for her. And she'll, like, pop my nipple out like a, like a freaking straw. And what ends up happening is milk will spray. It happens. But... I noticed, you know, I need to change her position. I need to give her a break in between because she's so hungry that she's not consciously slowing herself down. She's just like, gobble, 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 gobble. But these are things you notice. These are things you can take in. And as much as your baby is eating, your body will produce. You're a never-ending flow of liquid fucking gold. Take it. Give it. Be it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for me... 
breastfeeding was like legitimately something I just knew I wanted to do. And I was very hesitant only because I didn't have a lot of information and because I was more nervous about failing. Why? Because a lot of people start off breastfeeding and they can't get it together and they work too much and they're stressed and they're, you know, they want to party, they want to smoke, they want to live life and they don't want to be attached to having a boob to a baby. It's work. It's hard. Um, I pump at work. And I'm grateful that I have an area. It's not necessarily the nicest of places, but it's literally somewhere I can go, lock myself in, pump, and no one bothers me. Everyone's very respectful of it. Everyone's like, oh, okay, she's in, the, she's in her office, quote unquote, you know. It's cool. It's not something that's stigmatized or it's not something that when I put my milk in the fridge that is a communal fridge, everyone's like, what the hell is this? It's like, oh, okay, you know, that's hers. Don't touch it. I'm not embarrassed by breastfeeding. I feel like I'm willing to talk to everyone and talk everyone into it. Um, My college roommate and I were pregnant around the same time, and her daughter is a couple months older than mine. And I know that she had some difficulty, and I know that she wanted to breastfeed, and I know that she also wanted some knowledge. So, I, you know, I promoted her to breastfeed. I promoted her to pump. I promoted her to pump often to get that flow back up. I promoted her to like slowly wean her daughter off the formula because she was trying to do both and then formula kind of took over why because hey formula is easier you have some powdered shit you put in a cup shake it up give it up period you don't have to think about it your husband can do it you can do it it's quick on the go your baby shuts up you can give them as much or as little as they need it's almost like a, a, a machine kind of thing your baby becomes a factory of this chemically enhanced probiotic full of all this other shit and you don't even think about it and for me it's like as much as I can give my baby what I can because over that nine months like I was giving it to her so why would I stop now and she came out amazingly perfect um so for me that's kind of why I didn't give up on breastfeeding yet I mean it's been six weeks and it's really hard the first few weeks are harder because you're adjusting your sleep schedule, you're adjusting your body changing, you're adjusting to figure out what's comfortable for the baby, what position is comfortable for them. Um, sometimes how the baby's sitting can affect them. My baby, she is a sit-up kind of person. She doesn't like to lay down and eat. Why? Because when she lays down to eat, she starts choking, she starts gargling, she starts playing with my nipple because she's like, oh, this is like, you know, a drinking fountain and just pops and pops and pops. No, 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 no. We had to regulate that really fast because she found herself just wanting to play with the nipple and drink a little bit and use it like a pacifier and like kind of do what she wanted. And it was because she was laying down. When she sat up, she realized, okay, I need to eat. When she ate, she fell asleep. She was good. I can lay her down. And babies unlatch when they're done. Now, I know this might sound crazy, but take it as this. Your baby will stop drinking and stop eating when they're full. So because you're a never-ending flow, when you stop sucking, when she stops sucking or he stops sucking, the milk slows down, it weans itself off, and your baby will slowly let your nipples out. It's amazing. I can't understand for the love of me how babies who have nipple, who have breast milk, have milk mustaches, but it happens. My daughter has all types of milk dribble on the side of her face, and she's milk happy. Drunk off booby milk, as we like to call it. Now... I saw another, you know, person commenting in the Facebook group I'm a part of. And she's like, oh, my husband said my boobs are too big. It's going to suffocate the baby. And I was like, he ought to be the dumbest man in the world. 
unless you are legitimately laying on top of your infant child, how are you smothering your child? If you put your hand on top of your nose and slightly smash down your nose, hmm, you can still breathe. That is literally the same amount of pressure that is happening with a baby in a boob. Your boob is not a weight as like a brick. It's a movable piece of flesh and your baby is able to breathe under it and they will find a way to be comfortable and breathe under it. They will find a way to locate themselves, to shift themselves so that they're comfortable. Now, if you see that you're, or you hear your child gasping, maybe you're laying in a position that is covering them too much, but it's a very small rarity that this happens because the way that you're sitting with your baby on your breast, they're making it so that they can breathe. They're put in a position so they're eating and breathing and breathing comfortably. People just don't make sense. But yeah. So that was one of the issues that people had. You know, oh my boobs are too big, oh my boobs are too small. There's no such thing. Like the only issue that I find is inverted nipples and that they have little pumps that you can do to promote your nipple to be more protrude. Um, it almost looks like a suction cup and it's more or less helping because I personally have one nipple that sticks out and one that's kind of a little bit flat. And as she's been eating, it's been kind of doing a little weird thing where sometimes it sticks out enough for her to eat. Sometimes I have to like force it in her mouth so that she can grasp it because it lays flat a little bit. But all these things are things that are fixable, things that are, you know, not preventing her from eating. She still grasps she still eats. And sometimes she feeds better on that side because it's more comfortable and I can, you know, sit with her better. So it all it's all good. Now, I know for some people it's harder to understand how, you know, breastfeeding is so beneficial, but there's so much research into it about, you know, just the benefits of what your body is producing, antibodies. Like your body is a natural healing. So if you can heal yourself, like your body heals wounds and we actually can see, you know, our body kind of recuperating. I don't understand. Why is it so hard for people to just accept, you know, the naturalness of our bodies? It's like we've almost become shamed in the fact that our bodies are natural. Our bodies are, you know, these beautiful things that can produce things. We're willing to accept the baby that we produce, but we can't produce the milk and and be happy with it. So crazy. Now, I am not a formula shamer. And it's crazy because the, the group that I'm a part of on Facebook, you know, they are total, you know, breastfeeding snobs. Like, they, they don't want to hear anything about formula. You mention formula, you might as well die. Um, and the reason I say that is because a lot of people take breastfeeding like, this is it. This is what we doing. Why? Because breastfeeding is literally, you know, some people's biggest fight when it comes to their health of their baby you know it's one of those things that I was very shocked when my mom was very open with me and being pregnant and going through my pregnancy and now my having my first you know child my mother and I became very close and very open about our conversation about everything when it came to it you know having babies giving birth what your body does before and after and I think the biggest issue was that a lot of times people don't have these conversations until they have a baby and then you'll see what people's real opinion are like, I had a, you know, a significant other whose mom was just like, I didn't breastfeed and I don't think you should either. And I was like, what? And and I felt kind of thrown off because I was like, 
well, why? And she was like, oh, no, babies just don't need that. And then they become grossly attached. And, like, she almost looked at it like it was nasty, like some type of, like, incest. And I'm like, what? I'm so confused. And I I couldn't fathom, like, where she was getting these facts from. Because I was baffled. And I was like, yeah, um, I'm good, love. Enjoy. I'm just going to, you know, breastfeed my child because I don't know what you're talking about. And it, it might sound crazy, but people, especially a lot of old school people, are not really for it. They can't tell you what's in formula, but they want to tell you about how bad it is to feed your child some natural milk. It's crazy. I can list what's in my body because I'm putting it in there. But I don't understand why people just can't accept the naturalness of what the human body can do. Um, I'm also a big advocate for doing what makes you happy. Uh, my best friend is not a person who is comfortable with nipples. <laughs> and I always used to laugh. But I get it. You know, everyone is like, I don't like people touching it. I don't want somebody grab. But that's also, you know, something that you don't think of when you're feeding your child. You're thinking of the best, you know, possible way of just making sure your child eats and if formula is what you're comfortable with and if formula is something you you know you feel is necessary then go for it but i say do your research so we're gonna take a quick break and i'll be back and we are back (laughs) so where did we leave off on okay so let's talk about formula i am not knowledgeable nor do i have any real hardcore evidence because (laughs) i'm a breastfeeding mom um what i will say is that one of the reasons why i didn't go for formula one it was complicated to me i felt like there is tons and tons of different kinds of uh, formula there is all kinds of specialty brands, soy-based, uh, non-GMO, NeuroPro, uh, natural, special, you know, with this, without that. And honestly, it overwhelms me. Um, I was very nervous with breastfeeding, but I kind of had a better feeling and kind of knowledge of breast milk in my opinion I'm like okay it's something my body naturally produces it's something that my baby will naturally you know latch to me consume and it's what I consume and I can you know regulate my diet to help her diet and be able to you know make sure she's getting the nutrients she needs and the vegetables and I'm drinking lots of water and I know what I was getting into I in the early stages of pregnancy wasn't even sure what I was gonna do and like most moms who've never birthed a child, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And it kind of was hard for me to go in the baby department and kind of look at formulas without feeling shocked, overwhelmed, and a little bit discouraged. Um, there isn't a ton of information on this more or less foreign milk that you're giving your child and it's like well you kind of have to choose what you like but you're liking something you've never had you're trying something you've never used you're giving your baby something you've 
never really get too much more information other than oh well this is something I like to use or this is something my baby likes but how many more things did you try before this how many different formulas did you try before you found the one that works for your baby and one of my biggest issues was the fact that I didn't know anything and I didn't want to start with one formula my baby gets sick my baby dropped weight my baby all of a sudden is spitting up every 20 minutes and then have to go okay so I've just wasted 35 40 dollars on this can of milk but now I have to try something else how many times do you have to try something to see what will work how many times do you have to try something to see oh my baby likes this one or this one's good for my baby or this one is the popular brand or this one is the one you know most doctors recommend and this one is you know the one that my friend uses or my mom used or whatever and yes there is big popular brands that people naturally go to and they go to them not because they know anything about them they go to because oh everyone in my family likes Gerber so we want Gerber all my friends use uh, eat beech nut oh that's what we're gonna go for all my kids like Infamil so we're going for Infamil you never really know what you're getting and then it's like you don't know what's in it it's a lot of chemicals there's a lot of process and it's this powdered cow-based milk with all these other preservatives and vitamins and things that you kind of really don't know what you're getting into. And granted, this is probably one of the smallest things to think about when it comes to your child because you're like, well, I give my baby shots, I don't know what's in it. Or I put clothes on my baby's back, I don't know where this fabric came from. But I feel like, for me, my opinion, I personally felt very overwhelmed with so many choices of things. I couldn't even tell you, oh, well, this was a great choice. And I didn't even have people who told me they had a great first choice. It was something they gave the baby in the hospital. So that's what you went for because the hospital prefers Infamil. So now your child's taking Infamil. Your child might like it. Child may not. Okay, so where do we go now? Now we go to Gerber or Pedialyte or whatever. And you're giving your baby all these different varieties to hope that they get it. And then, you know, you might have a baby with an allergy. One of my good friends, her daughter has a lactase, a lactate, a lactose allergen and then she's also allergic to dairy completely and then she was allergic to another byproduct that was in the milk so then she ended up having to make her baby's food and then give her breast milk she was trying to supplement and she found that it was so hard because she was like the soy she would take it but I think that she was scarred so bad from the other milks making her throw up she was very hesitant so she ended up going back to breastfeeding and having to pump because she took a break from it to go back to work these things are real life problems that real women are having and it's so difficult especially in our black community when it comes to babies consuming breast milk or babies consuming formula and parents are discouraged because they have to go back to work or they immediately have to go back to duty or they're you know overseas or they're away from their baby and now they're in a in a bind where they have to use this foreign product that they have to test run and yes don't get me wrong formula is a lifesaver you put it next to your bed get a couple bottles of water fill it go fill it go your husband can do it while you're at work without even a thought you don't have to worry oh I ran out of milk oh I didn't pump enough or I didn't have enough oh my god what my baby's gonna do or you know oh we're on the road it's a bad day you know we don't have time to stop or I can't just jump in the back seat to feed my baby like all these worries and hardships are very realistic and why a lot of parents quickly go to formula oh I'm a smoker I'm a drinker I like to party I work at night or whatever the baby instantly now needs formula it's very hard and it's not easily encouraged in our community so parents are like oh I wouldn't have started breastfeeding breastfeeding is nasty breastfeeding is this and that 
And I felt like, you know, my mom breastfeeding and doing it and saying, you know, I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to try. And I know it's hard and I know it's work, but you should try. If you try and it doesn't work, try pumping. And if that's too much and your schedule doesn't allow it, then if your final answer is I just cannot by whatever means of what you cannot do, because I can't tell you, oh, you're a quitter. Oh, you didn't try. If you feel as though you really can't, you've tried, you've given it your all, you've done all you can do, you put up the great effort and you still have difficulty, then honestly, I say fully commit to formula. Do not feel discouraged. Do not feel like, oh, I I failed as a mom because just like that, you know, formula, in my opinion, is not something I want to go to. But I know as my work schedule changes and as my days get longer, as my husband goes back to work or whatever may be going on, it becomes difficult to just say, oh, let me take 40 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 minutes to pump. Oh, I don't have a workplace that's, you know, pump friendly. They tell me to go pump in the bathroom, which is not sanitary. I would never pump in the bathroom. Um... And my mom even joked, like, my dad drove my brother to the hospital. My mother is an OBGYN who worked crazy hours and crazy shifts. And he ran out of milk. And he sure enough brought my brother to the hospital so my mother could feed him. And then he brought him back home. That's crazy. But for people who really want to breastfeed, you do these extreme, crazy, you know, unorthodox methods so that your children will have what's best. And I know that a lot of times... Just not knowing what you're getting yourself into as a new mom is very, very discouraging because you naturally are like, I don't know what to do. And everyone has an opinion. And everyone's opinion is the right opinion. And everyone's opinion is, oh, this is what my mama did. This is what my sister did. This is what my cousin did. This is what we did. Okay, honey, then enjoy. But for me and mine, I I prefer. Now, if you say, well, I had a great experience with formula, I think formula helped my baby. You know, I, I used formula because my baby was in the NICU and I didn't produce enough milk and, you know, I wasn't able to feed my baby or, you know, I, I got deployed and they wouldn't let me ship milk back home, whatever. There's always another route. There are breast milk banks. There are places that donate breast milk for mothers who are adopting that, you know, cannot produce, that are going through things. If your baby's in a NICU, you can always talk to your nurses and your doctor about getting breast milk supplies for him. You can always, you know, pump, 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 bring it up there, see if they can use that. You know, if you feel as though you just need help, talk to your doctor, talk to your nurses, ask and ask and ask and ask for a lactation consultant. Ask for someone who knows lactation. Ask somebody who knows a nurse who's doing lactation. Like, there's all types of people who take on these jobs and careers for your benefit, for you to use. I didn't even know there was a thing called a lactation consultant. So when I went to the hospital and they asked me, even before that, when I went to my OB, right before I gave birth, you know, it was my last doctor's visit, and we had already discussed I was going to breastfeed, but she was like, you know, I'm going to put it on your paperwork so that the lactation consultant will come and see you, and that... You know, you'll be able to get some help hands-on. And the first thing, you know, they asked me when I gave birth, are you breastfeeding? Yes. Okay. So the nurse who happened to be my delivery nurse was a lactation consultant. She was able to help me lack. And my baby lacked for the first 45 minutes of her life to me. And it was the most amazing thing. If that was the only thing that brought me tears, I wish I could tell you. Like, it was just an amazing all-around experience. And for me, it was something that will always bond me and my child. It would always bring me and my daughter closer because we had such a bond and we, we immediately latched to each other. 
And I felt like, you know, that was something I would love to have passed on to my friends who were discouraged or couldn't or didn't have anyone to help them to do it. You know, I know a lot of girls who had their first baby didn't work and they were like, you know, I really was discouraged and I really was motivated through friends and family and people who I actually talked to who breastfed and it pushed me to want to breastfeed. You know, be an encouraging voice, you know, put yourself out there. And if they feel formula is for them, you don't have to argue. You don't have to fight. It's just in the same breath of people giving their kids chicken bones to suck on. Oh, they teeth and give them a chicken bone. Oh, you know, my baby drank, you know, soda and juice without it being diluted at the age of one. Oh, my baby, you know, she did X, Y, and Z by the age of five months. You know, my baby was, you know, taking rice and formula and cereal at three months and I'm like oh, wow you know everybody's experience is different and I always say you know if you have any questions talk to your doctor and if you don't agree with your doctor express that don't just take what they say and run with it you always can get a second opinion you can always question a doctor I feel like yes doctors are there for information but if you feel like this is your baby and you want them to do a certain thing and it's not harming your baby or you have questions because you feel like your nurse or your doctor is not supportive of a decision you've made then you need to speak on it um one of the girls I know is doing birth by doula. And I never thought of doing a doula. One, because I never felt comfortable with giving birth in a tub. That wasn't my, my, my idea of a good time. Um, but that's also part of another episode we'll do on birthing. Um, but for me, breast, breastfeeding was my first choice. It was my main choice. And I felt like if I, you know, couldn't get it together, I was going to try. And I gave myself, you know, a time span to try. And even when people ask, well, how long do you plan on breastfeeding? I want to make it to six months. Six months is a very long road that we're not even close to. We're closer to, you know, two months right now. But it's been a journey. Literally, I love the fact that my fiance supports me. He will let me know when we're out of milk. He will wait, you know, try his hardest to hold out. Or he will bring her in the room. If I'm asleep, like, baby needs to get up and feed her. She's up crying. Okay. Why? Because as her mother, it's my duty to feed her. Just as much as it's dinner for my family. And I wouldn't just say, well, y'all need to figure it out and walk away. You're a provider. And for me, you know, if formula is your way of providing, I say research it. I say find the best answer. I say use your Googles, talk to your doctor, see what's best, see how you can choose the best formula for your baby, see what formula is, you know, have more of a natural approach if you feel like, oh, all the formulas I've used have so much chemicals and my baby didn't like it and my baby got sick and my baby threw up and all these other issues that are very realistic and people don't realize come with formula. And it's very hard to, you know, stay encouraged when your baby's sick or when your baby's throwing up or when your baby is not feeding. Because that drop of weight and that baby not meeting their marks as they're, you know, on their growth development, especially in those first, you know, early months. I always say, you know, talk to your doctor, see what, what you can change, what you can change as far as diet, what you need to change as far as what you're eating. There's always lactation cookies, teas bars, milk, all this stuff that you can take to improve your lactation. If you feel like, oh, I'm not producing enough milk, my baby needs it. There's all that right at your fingertips. There's also groups and support groups. I know my hospital where I delivered, they had a lactation support group that met every Monday. And the reason they did is because they were encouraging people to know if you need help, if you need a nurse to show you, if your baby's not latching properly, if you feel like your baby is not getting enough milk, if you feel like your letdown is too heavy, if you have any questions with pumping, these are why they're there. Use your resources, people. Like, 
I feel so frustrated when people always say, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know. But you were also afraid to ask. You were also afraid to talk about it. You were also afraid to put your feet down and say, this is my child and this is what I want to do. For me, my child is my number one priority. I would kill anyone for her, period. So for me, if I want what's best for her and I want her to eat and I want her to have the best as she can get, I'm going to provide it. Whether it be formula, whether it be breast milk, but I'm going to make the most educated decision. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to make sure she is, you know, doing the best. And if I can't produce enough, I need to figure out what's next. So that is the end of our episode on breastfeeding and formula. I then went on a tangent. I then went strong black woman on y'all. And I hope you enjoy. I hope you tune in, subscribe, come back, tell your friends, call somebody, tell them to listen. I'm talking for the health of myself and the wealth of you. See you next week.